That's ZipRecruiter.com slash free. ZipRecruiter.com slash free. Wendy's homestyle French toast sticks are so delicious, some are saying that they're better than their mom's breakfast. Excuse me, did you just say Wendy's French toast sticks are better than my breakfast? Mom, is that you? Answer the question. I said some people are saying that because they're so crispy on the outside and fluffy on the inside and perfect in every way. Uh-huh. And what do you think? I think it's time to tell people to choose wisely. Choose Wendy's sweet and crispy homestyle French toast sticks. That's still not an answer. At participating U.S. Wendy's during breakfast hours. Finding the right Medicare plan? Oof, no easy feat. Kind of like those dances my granddaughter loves making me do. <laughs> but then I found Walgreens FindRx coverage. Let's you compare plans online, over the phone, or in person. Made Medicare shopping so easy. Plus, I found plans with low-cost copays. <laughs> I can get down with that. Medicare annual enrollment ends December 7th. Find a plan that's right for you at walgreens.com slash Medicare. Wesley Financial Group is not a law firm. This story is called The Ugly Truth About Timeshare. If you think you've done your family a favor by buying a timeshare, you need my help. Hello, I'm Chuck McDowell, CEO and founder of Wesley Financial Group. Ten years ago, I started helping folks cancel their timeshare. In the process, started what's now called the timeshare cancellation industry. Timeshare is the only thing that you can buy that you can't tell me how much it's going to cost or when it's going to end. When you buy a timeshare, you give them a blank check to fill out any amount they want for annual maintenance and assessment fees. The crazy thing is, this never ends. Even when you die, your family's now going to be stuck with this burden. Stop the insanity today. Call my office now. If we take you as a client, I guarantee we'll cancel your timeshare or you'll pay nothing. Call for your free information kit. 800-384-9393. That's 800-384-9393. 800-384-9393. This is SportsCenter. I'm Christine Lisi. The Chiefs, fresh off back-to-back Super Bowl titles, are now focused on winning a third straight, which quarterback Patrick Mahomes said would be legendary. He also said today they've got to play their best football. They'll celebrate these next few weeks and then get right back at it. Coach Andy Reid called the prospect of winning three straight pretty neat. An admission from multiple 49ers players after the Super Bowl 58 loss said they were not aware of the overtime rules. Last night was the first Super Bowl played under the new playoff OT rules that ensured both teams get a chance to possess the ball before the game ends. ESPN NFL analyst Dan Orlovsky. For them to not be in totality prepared for any and everything is a disadvantage. And I'm shocked that Kyle, who I think the world of and who was in an overtime Super Bowl, didn't have that team prepared, at least for the knowledge of it. Kansas City defensive lineman Chris Jones told reporters they talked for two weeks about the new OT rules. UCLA hired former star player, longtime assistant coach Deshaun Foster as its new football coach. He takes over for Chip Kelly, now the offensive coordinator at Ohio State. Hey, it's your resident Super Bowl champ Chris Cannon coming up Tuesday. Are the Chiefs the clear favorite to 3 Pete, or will a new challenger emerge? I'll give you my top five contenders for next season. It's on Sportsman like 6 a.m. Eastern, right here on ESPN Radio, ESPN2, and ESPNU. You're listening to The Pulse with Pat Strothman on ESPN Wichita 92.3 FM. Small town, big dreams. Premonition, his city would get seen. Now I'm winning, get sheen in the city of the home of our hero. 
What's up, Wichita? Happy Monday, everyone. It's the Monday after the Super Bowl, and it is a victory Monday. A red Monday, whatever you want to say. The Kansas City Chiefs have gone back to back. And, of course, we'll break it all down right here on the Pulse on Wichita Sports Leader, ESPN Wichita, 92.3 FM. If you ever get outside of the radio station range, you can always queue up the audio by going to ESPNWichita.com. There's a Listen Live link on there. Click it. It's very easy to use. Also, if you have a smart speaker at home, you can tell it to tune into ESPN Wichita 92.3 FM. Or if you have a smartphone, you can just download the TuneIn app. A lot of different ways to catch the show here today. Also, too, if you ever want to go back and listen to our very special interviews from Super Bowl 58 Radio Row in Vegas, just go to ESPNWichita.com. We have a podcast page on there, and we also have... Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Pat Stropman. I'm back in Wichita. Jack Johnson is producing per usual. The number of the call is 316-669-4996. 316-669-4996. If you have thoughts on the Kansas City Chiefs going back-to-back, we'd love to have you here on the show. That's if you have the ability to dial and actually call in a voice for your opinion. Some people don't want to do that, and that's okay if you don't want to do that, but you still want to be a part of the show. I see Nate is already on the text line at 316-247-0923. Feel free to join Nate and drop your comments on the text line, 316-247-0923. Social media-wise, ESPN Wichita on Twitter slash X, Facebook, Instagram. Check it all out. Make sure to like and follow all those different social media pages. You need to like all those different pages because we have content from last week on there. We also have content from last night, all sorts of stuff. Go and check out our social media pages. We would love to have you. And you can always interact with us on there, too, just FYI. Here on the show today, hour number one dedicated to the Kansas City Chiefs and what they did last night. We'll also take a look back at the season as a whole in some ways, maybe more so focus on the postseason. And then we can dive into some more stuff as the week progresses because I don't think this is going to be the only time we talk Chiefs this week. I have a feeling we'll have plenty of other moments to talk about the Kansas City Chiefs winning another Super Bowl. So if you want us to really take a look ahead at the offseason, that's all in due time. We will sneak in some basketball talk in hour number two. Wichita State came close to knocking off FAU yesterday. You have the Kansas Jayhawks taking down Baylor, a shorthanded Baylor team, but also a shorthanded Kansas Jayhawk team getting that win against the Bears. And KU also in action tonight. And Kansas State goes on the road to fall to BYU. So we have a lot to recap coming up in hour number two for the three Sunflower State schools. And then we'll wrap things up with the Mount Rushmore Monday. At least I think we will. I don't know. I know Shane kind of hinted at chicken wings. How would chicken wings be a part of the show? Well, 
will find the right moment. It's it's part of my story of going to Las Vegas. But we're not going to sit here and talk about that right now. We can't. We have to talk about the Kansas City Chiefs and the dynasty that they have created in the National Football League. You could argue, are the Chiefs a dynasty or not going into that game? Now that they win a ring, they go back-to-back, it is now officially a dynasty. As the Kansas City Chiefs take down the San Francisco 49ers 25-22 to in overtime. All week long, while in Vegas, the year before when it was the Chiefs and the Eagles in Phoenix, the talk from many different media members was simply the Chiefs have Patrick Mahomes, the Eagles have the best players 2-53. to That was the talk in last year's Super Bowl. This year in Vegas, talking to all these different media members, while highlighting the greatness of the San Francisco 49ers defense as well as the Chiefs, highlighting the offensive weapons that San Francisco has, the one thing that was very constant last week, the majority of the media members that I talked to, even the majority of the celebrities that I talked to, they all said something very common, and that is, I'm not going to bet against Patrick Mahomes. And once again, he shows why you don't bet against the Chiefs with number 15 being on the football field. People doubted Kansas City last year. This year, Chiefs were going into the game as underdogs. We'll get to that later on. But the majority of people knew not to go against Number 15, QB1 of the Kansas City Chiefs. And therefore, a little bit, at the very beginning, it sure looked like that QB1 was not going to have that type of day. He had one big play in the first half in which he threw a deep ball down the field. McCall Hardman would come down with a catch. I thought when Mahomes bombed it down the field that it was not going to be caught. I thought it was going to be picked because it felt like a turnover was going to happen there. Well, it did. It just happened on the very next play, which Isaiah Pacheco fumbled the football away, and that was that. But there are so many times in the second half where the 49ers could have ended things. They really could have. Now, it's Patch Mahomes. You never count him out. That's why I just said. But look, the Niners had so many chances. Brock Purdy, Kyle Shanahan had so many chances to really make things impossible for Patrick Mahomes. They had their moments, but they kept that door open. And then a special teams mistake happens. And then the Chiefs go ahead with a pass. Now, credit to Brock Purdy in San Francisco. They responded well by driving down the field and getting that touchdown to go ahead. But another big special teams play that happens is a blocked PAT that ended up being huge. If if that does not happen, does Kansas City get the win? Do the Chiefs actually punch it into the end zone? I don't know. Time was running low there for Kansas City. They took the, the one shot on the final drive of regulation 
a very similar player to what we saw in the Baltimore game in the AFC Championship game. Kyle Hamilton was trying to guard Travis Kelsey. It was a, a throw to the back shoulder. He had to dive to make the grab. The Chiefs did something very similar yesterday with Fred Warner guarding Travis Kelsey. Kelsey didn't come up with a grab, but at least Kansas City was in field goal range, range to get the tie. And then once it comes down to overtime, all you need is Patrick Mahomes just to get the ball. That's all that we've been waiting on is just for Patrick Mahomes just to get the ball. And really, when you think about the regular season, there were times where we were like, well, Patrick Mahomes can't over these miscues. He can't overcome the wide receiver core that leads the league in drops. He can't overcome his offensive tackles being penalized the most in the National Football League. Even he can't overcome those issues. He can't do it. But last night, we were all begging for 15 to get that football. The Chiefs defense made just enough plays, and boy, did they have a big one in overtime. On a third down, they find a way to get the ball back to Patrick Mahomes, step aside, and let the sorcerer do his job. And did he whip something up special? He whipped something up special for the 49ers on that final drive in OT. Now, like many individuals out there, Jack, I think you're one of them. I was yelling at my TV after they got the first half of Travis Kelsey, a call timeout, being down by three. But the new rules, that's part of the new rules. You just roll into a second quarter. Each team gets a chance. They get a possession. Each team does. Now, in the regular season, you you got to punch it in before the time expires in order to get the win. But in the postseason, in the Super Bowl, it is way, way, way different. But good for Kansas City to dial something up for, of course, of all people, McCole Hardman. And the Kansas City Chiefs erupt. And Patrick Mahomes just continues to add to his legacy, which is already pretty darn legendary. On a fourth and one, Andy Reid dials up. Patrick Mahomes with a quarterback keeper. It was a quarterback sneak out of the shotgun, which doesn't seem like a good idea. But there are other parts of the play, too. Quarterback sneak, you have one option. There were multiple options there for Patrick Mahomes. But he makes the right move, makes the right read. And Patrick Mahomes, the worst team that Patrick Mahomes has ever had, they find a way to hoist up another Vince Lombardi trophy. And plays were made by so many different people. Harrison Bucker was probably in line to be the MVP if the Chiefs would have won it until Patrick Mahomes went ahead and did what he does so well, and that is in crunch time, turn into Superman. And that's what he was. He was Superman at the end of the fourth quarter and then in overtime. Marquez vowed to Scantling, although he had won Pretty big gap in which he went backward after getting a catch down the field on a certain drive. He made up for it, or at least made up for it in a couple different ways, but come up with a couple different grabs. McCall Hardman against the Buffalo Bills has a stat line that would make Kadarius Tony blush a little bit. And yet, McCall Hardman's the one who comes up with two big grabs. He had that one that set up goal to go for the, or near goal, I should say, near goal to go 
on the deep ball from Patrick Mahomes. And then he's right there in the end zone on a perfect play call, and the Chiefs walk it off. And here we all think we were all thinking that the Chiefs at the trade deadline they should do something. Well, what they do? They trade for McCall Hardman. No one was really thinking that that was going to be that big of a deal, <laughs> and it winds up being a pretty big deal at the very very end. And now, what else can you say about Steve Spagnolo? He becomes the first defensive coordinator to win four Super Bowl rings. The guy is on his way to Canton. He is a Hall of Famer. We already know about Andy Reid. We already know about Travis Kelsey. And we pretty much already know about Patrick Mahomes. But Steve Spagnuolo cooked up some pretty exotic pressures when the Chiefs absolutely needed him. San Francisco's trying to run out the clock and trying to get the win with a, a field goal in which they were nails all throughout the game. And he and Steve Spagnuolo dials up a blitz that makes it really hard for Brock Purdy to complete a pass. Chris Jones was able to get double team a lot. George Karloftis had a great game. Felix Inudike Uzama in his seven snaps, one of them ended up being a tackle for loss. Trent McDuffie, probably in line to be the MVP. He played a, a heck of a game as well. LeJarius Sneed, despite the one boneheaded mistake that he had, he played pretty darn well. That Chiefs defense was able to keep Kansas City in the game. And I just keep going back to previous seasons with the Kansas City Chiefs and Patrick Mahomes. It's the defense just needs to be average. That's all. The only thing the Chiefs have to do. They just have to be average. That's all they have to do. Just be average. Well, this year, it's hey, the offense just don't turn the ball over. We'll keep you right there in the hunt for your chance to really come alive and dial up the right plays at the right time. And that Chiefs defense, time and time again, able to rise up to the challenge. This Kansas City Chiefs team found a way to go back to back. This Chiefs team, without a true number one wide receiver, with Patrick Mahomes and the offense dealing with miscues and guys getting penalized, Chiefs shooting themselves in the foot time and time again. And they did it again yesterday. They shot themselves in the foot numerous times. This Chiefs team is celebrating bringing back a Vince Lombardi trophy. One incredible run by the Kansas City Chiefs. And a three-peat, sure, it is a possibility, I suppose. We have a long ways to go before we get to that point. The one thing I got to say, though, for San Francisco, the Niners played, look, Brock Purdy, I felt like, played pretty well. But when you needed him to really shine, he didn't really deliver in some moments. Now, part of that is because of Kansas City's defense, but also part of that is just Brock Purdy having things being simplified. He didn't really hurt Kansas City with his legs as I thought he could have. We saw it against Detroit. We saw it against Green Bay. I thought he would be a little bit more impactful with his legs, but that was not the case. But for Kyle Shanahan to look at Christian McCaffrey, 
he basically saved CMC until overtime to finally get back to pounding the football at the Kansas City Chiefs, and you saw the Chiefs were unable to slow down Christian McCaffrey in overtime. I don't know why Kyle Shanahan waited until overtime to really go back to his top offensive weapon. I don't know why he waited so long. And I also don't know why he took the ball to open up overtime. Because now you put it in front of Patrick Mahomes. All right, you have four downs every single time. If you don't get a first, you have another three. If you don't get a first on second down, you get two more. And on you go. I still don't understand why Kyle Shanahan did that. Still don't understand that. And the Chiefs, they say to themselves, look, we are ready for the moment. If we get the ball second and we score, we're going for two in order to get the win. They already had everything lined up in this overtime period. 49ers weren't ready. And we go back to why so many people did pick the Kansas City Chiefs when we talked to them last week. Not only was it Mahomes, but the Chiefs have been here before. Although they're in the first half, they don't look like it with all the mistakes, but they have been here before. They're going to find a way to win because they have the winning DNA. That's what the Chiefs have. And it showed up once again in order for the Chiefs to come up with another Super Bowl championship. Simply incredible. And now a dynasty, the talks of, is this a dynasty or not? Now, simply put, I think we can confirm that this is a dynasty in the National Football League. The Kansas City Chiefs have a dynasty. Making it to the Super Bowl for the fourth time in the last five years, and now they win for the third time in the last five years. And it feels like things are just getting started with Patrick Mahomes. And really, if you look at the Chiefs and and take a look at the entire season as a whole, you look at all the different things that they had to go up against, which is why we're going to get to this later on here in the show. But just take a look at what they have with a weakened offensive line, a wide receiver number one that was a rookie. They had to play six straight games at a rest disadvantage, the only team that had to do that in NFL history. Didn't get a first-round bye. They were underdogs in the Super Bowl, losing by double digits again. The Chiefs just feel like they're invincible at this point. And it sure is because they're number 15 with Patrick Mahomes. But there were so many different plays made last night by so many different guys that you're going to look at. We're going to remember the final drive, but you'll remember Harrison Bucker being nails and making the longest field goal in Super Bowl history. The last four touchdowns in the Super Bowl for the Chiefs belonging to McCole Hardman, Marquez Valdez-Scantling, Sky Moore, and Kadarius Toney. You have uh, George Karloftis having a whale of a game. FAU coming up with a tackle for loss. Mike Pinnell made some big plays yesterday. They had uh, multiple guys make multiple plays. And that's part of just the winning DNA that the Kansas City Chiefs have right now in order 
to set up a new dynasty in the National Football League. Jack, we'll continue this conversation here in just a little bit with some Andy Reid audio. We'll also talk about the run in itself coming up here in just a little bit, the postseason run, that is, for the Kansas City Chiefs. I was listening to you during the Shane Dennis show, and you hit the nail on the head. One team had Patrick Mahomes, the other team didn't. And Super Bowls can often be decided by the quarterback spot. Safe to say that's what happened last night? Oh, yeah, absolutely. I think this is, you know, one of those games you look back on and you're going to say that this is one of the greatest Super Bowls that we ever saw. And why so many good teams are never going to be able to get to this point is that you could be great defensively. You could have a great coach. You could have a great running back, great weapons all the way around. What it comes down to is could you look your quarterback in the face and the final drive of the game, a must-have it. You can't punt here. You can't oh, oh, go uh, lose the ball in a turnover situation. Uh, you can't you know, be turned over on downs. You had to go the length of the field and have a touchdown. And I would probably go out there to say maybe 5%. Maybe 5% of the league has a quarterback that can do that. Uh, maybe that's too low, maybe that's too high, but I'll tell you this, that Patrick Mahomes in this generation is the only guy to do it more than once. Uh, there was not really a doubt in many people's mind that when he got the ball in overtime down by three, he was going to make things interesting. I, I don't think anybody thought it was going to be a three and out. I don't think anybody thought it was going to be a turnover. And listen, we've seen Patrick Mahomes have turnovers before. We've seen him end a game with a bad turnover. I go back to, I think it was last year, they lose to Buffalo. He had a terrible interception on the final drive of the game. I think they might have had two plays on that drive. So that was a game-winning drive. Didn't go the way you thought it would. There had been losses on the road before where it was must-have, and he had a bad turnover. But I'll tell you this, in the playoffs, in the Super Bowl, when it's this type of environment, what's at stake, I haven't seen him waver. I haven't seen him shake. You, you know, you have maybe the most confident quarterback in the world in a moment like that, and I would probably say we haven't seen that since Brady. Brady's the only other quarterback that's done it multiple times before. And you know, I was watching uh, Good Morning Football this morning, and Peter Schrager had a really good point about the legacy of Patrick Mahomes. And you know, he has been so decorated, right? He's got now three Super Bowl rings. He has two NFL MVPs, three Super Bowl MVPs. He's been an All Pro. He's been a six-time. Pro Bowler. I mean, as decorated as you could be before the age of 30. But one thing that kind of had eluded him was a drive like this. You could say, well, 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 hold on. He had the drive last year. Well, that was also to set up, you know, a game-winning field goal from 20 yards. This is a much different situation last night. The Niners had a three-point lead. It was overtime. It was do or die. If the Chiefs didn't score, right, in the Eagles Super Bowl last year, the end of regulation, you got overtime in that game. It was tied. There is less pressure moving down the field in a spot like this. The Chiefs had all of the pressure in the world on that final drive, and yet what does he do? Eight for eight? Are you kidding me? I mean, just dropping dimes all over the field. I mean, hitting guys on third and six, third and two, fourth and one. You know, Andy Reid just saying, you know what? Even if it doesn't convert, I gave us the best opportunity to convert in a play like that because you know what? Our Hall of Fame quarterback could either run it or throw the ball. We were going to live and die by a play like that. And that's how you should operate in the Super Bowl if your quarterback is that good. The unfortunate thing for San Francisco, Kyle Shanahan couldn't say that for Brock Purdy. He couldn't say, hey, kid, here's the ball. Go win us the game. He couldn't. It was more about can we get C-Mac going? Could we get Kittle going? Ayuk, Samuel. Whereas Andy Reid, yes, you've got talent on that side of the ball, 
But when it all came down to it was, go win us the game, 15. You're the one who's going to put the team on your back and go win the football game. It was an absolute masterclass. And what Peter Schrager was saying is, this was a drive that I think he needed for everybody to go, hmm, maybe at the end of the day he is better than Brady or he's going to be better than Brady. Because Brady had all those game-winning drives, right? The 28-3 to game. He had a couple in the 2000s where it was a game-winning drive. To have this now etched in the history books alongside your three Super Bowls is something that all the great quarterbacks kind of have. You know, Even guys that didn't win it multiple times or maybe just had two Super Bowls, like Big Ben, uh, the throw to San Antonio Holmes against the Cardinals, like that goes down in history, and he's a great quarterback. He's going to be a Hall of Famer. He's, he's going to be remembered of that generation of one of the greatest quarterbacks. And when you have that game-winning drive like Mahomes did last night, it makes you untouchable. I mean, right now, in this generation of football, he's got three rings to everybody else's zero that's chasing him. And I mean, more so mean Lamar, Burrow, Allen, C.J. Stroud on the AFC side. Jalen Hurts is another one. Now you can throw Brock Purdy because he's been there. All of those guys have zero, and they're chasing him. There's going to be a lot of great quarterbacks, a lot of good quarterbacks that have playoff wins and Super Bowl appearances, but they're not going to be Patrick Mahomes for what we're seeing right now because the reality is we haven't seen it since Tom Brady's done it that early in his career. It was remarkable, in my opinion, even though it's going to sound recency bias, I think that was the most satisfying win in the Super Bowl that he's had in the previous, uh, comparing them to the previous two because of the road that they had and how they had to win that game last night. It was truly remarkable. And, you know, like I said on Friday last week, we are taking it for granted. Like there's, there's no way we aren't because we're watching this and going, this is unbelievable. There's still times you get frustrated where we're not going to see a run like this for a long, long time. And the only beauty you can say now is, well, somebody has gone back to back, but nobody's three-peated. And that's what's going to be at stake for Patrick Mahomes coming up in 2024, 2025. Yeah, and that's for a later discussion. We can sit here and think about that later on. I know the players were asked about it, but for now, I would like to put a pin in that grenade as of right now. 316-247-0923, Chiefs Kingdom. What do you make of Super Bowl 58? Chiefs coming out on top in overtime over the Niners. Your thoughts on the situation or on the game itself, your thoughts on certain players, your unsung heroes, let us know. I see someone calling on the text line. Don't call the text line. The number to text is 316-247-0923. The number to call is 316-669-4996. I know. If you're trying to call, sorry, it gets a little confusing with the two lines. When we come back, we do have to hear from Big Red, and then we'll get back into our Super Bowl 58 recap as the Chiefs knock off the 49ers. More next here on The Pulse. This is The Pulse on Wichita's new sports leader, ESPN Wichita 92.3 FM. Are you embarrassed to host a party for the big game on Sunday at your place because your home is outdated? Do you want to remodel your home because you don't know where to start? I'm Christian Robb from Pinnacle Homes. We offer a unique design and home remodeling process that will turn your home into a space you're proud of. Are you ready to get started? Go to our website at remodelerswichita.com and book a consultation today. Be prepared to host the next big game today. It's time that you love your home again. Angie's list is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No. No. 
It's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is. And it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. Natalia, solid dismount, but that little pause is a deduction. Top tumblers hope to stick the landing with Coach Jasmine. That aerial sequence still needs work. She needs more certified athletic trainers to find her balance. Focus. I'm going to need you for the all-around. Wait, who's spotting the vaults? Indeed can help her hire great people fast. I need Indeed. Indeed you do. We instantly connect you with quality candidates whose resumes on Indeed match your job description. Visit Indeed.com slash credit and get $75 towards your first sponsored job. Terms and conditions apply. Did you know that carbon monoxide is odorless and invisible? And the only way to detect it is by installing carbon monoxide or CO alarms. First Alert is reminding you to install CO alarms on every level and in every bedroom of your home. Also, remember, alarms don't last forever and need to be replaced at least every 5 to 10 years depending on your alarm. Protect your home and family with safety you can trust by visiting firstalert.com and Lowe's stores for your carbon monoxide alarms. I tend to second-guess dinners with friends because they're often interrupted by diarrhea, gas, bloating, stomach pain, or oily stools. It turns out I have EPI, or exocrine pancreatic insufficiency, which means I'm missing the enzymes needed to digest food. My doctor prescribed Creon pancrelipase, an oral prescription medication that replaces pancreatic digestive enzymes. Creon treats EPI due to cystic fibrosis, chronic pancreatitis, pancreatectomy, or other conditions. Creon may increase your chance of fibrosing colonopathy, a rare bowel disorder. Tell your doctor if you have a history of intestinal blockage or scarring or thickening of your bowel wall, if you're allergic to pork, or if you have gout, kidney problems, or worsening of painful swollen joints. Call your doctor if you have any unusual or severe gastrointestinal symptoms or allergic reactions. Take Creon as directed by your doctor and always with food. Do not chew capsules as this may cause mouth irritation. Other side effects may include blood sugar changes, gas, dizziness, sore throat, and cough. These are not all the side effects of Creon. Creon is the number one prescribed EPI treatment. Ask your doctor about Creon for EPI and visit Creon.com or call 800-633-9110 to learn more. That's C-R-E-O-N.com. Sponsored by AbbVie. The Kansas City Chiefs have gone back-to-back after an overtime win over the San Francisco 49ers. We'll talk about the postseason run, and is it the greatest postseason run in Super Bowl history? We'll talk about that here in just a little bit. Before we hear from Andy Reid, though, brought to you by Sticks 96 Golf and Schofield Honda, let's go to the phones. Jeremy has been patiently waiting. He wants to talk about the Super Bowl so let's get him on the airwaves. Jeremy, welcome to the show. How you doing? Doing good. How are you? Oh, I'm doing fantastic. It's a red Monday. It's a victory Monday. We're all very happy. What's on your mind? Yeah. Well, and I'm happy too, but I can't help but reflecting how it, it could have been a much different outcome. I mean, Patrick Mahomes yeah. in his final two drives was Patrick Mahomes. He's what we've expected him to be when he gets in the Super Bowl. You know, down by 10. He's done it twice before he did it again last night. But, uh, you know, we, we struggled to get there. The first half, he, he had an ugly interception. I thought San Francisco did a really good job of boxing him in and playing contain and not letting him uh, extend plays like we're used to seeing him do. And, uh, you know, we had five drops. We only lost one of them, you know, on the, <laughs> on the fumbles. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You know, San Francisco fell victim to that, that punt miraculously for us goes off the back of the leg of the, the blocker and it 
it could have been just a completely different ball game. The things that plagued us throughout most of the season kind of crept back up again last night. We had some of those offensive penalties that we'd been avoiding. We we had the fumbles, and you could see the frustration was evident. And uh, it, we did overcome. It, granted, we did overcome, but it probably shouldn't have been a ball game. We shouldn't have yeah. had a chance to come back and win that game like we did. Yeah, for sure. Agreed. A uh, 110%. What, what were you thinking when Mahomes got the ball, though, there in overtime? Were you thinking it was time the game would be over? Um, yeah, I, I was nervous to begin the, the entire way because we had pushed it down in the red zone and we were one for four, you know, as far as touchdown drives go. So I wasn't sure that, that even on that last drive we were going to find a way to get it in. I did know that the, what we needed to do is what we were doing, and that was to put the ball in Mahomes' hands. You know, to hand it off to yeah. Pacheco again on that fourth and one would have been wrong. Um, you know, that's the guy you trust to get the job done when the game's on the line, and that's the reason why is because he does. He, you know, he uh, came four yards short of setting the Super Bowl record for rushing yards for a quarterback, you know, which was set last year by, by Jalen Hurts. He finished <laughs> with 66, yeah. led the team in rushing. Um, you know, everybody talks about Jalen and, and Lamar, but, you know, Patrick, he can do it too when he has to, you know, and, and you saw him put his body on the line like you do when, when it's a championship game. It's definitely for, for sure. definitely uh, an amazing postseason run, and he over, they, as a, as a team, overcame obstacles that they haven't had to overcome either of the five years prior to this that, that Mahomes has been there. Very, very good point, Jeremy. Well, I greatly appreciate the phone call. Thank you so much for calling, and hope you had a great time watching that game, and hopefully your heart rate has gone back to normal. So appreciate the phone call. Yeah, it's simmered down a little bit. Hopefully, you know, it raises a few more times over the next 10, 15 years, (laughs) however long this special era lasts for us, man. We suffered as Chiefs fans, and we've earned this. We deserve this. Agreed. Thank you so much, Jeremy. Greatly appreciate the right. phone call. Jer- Jeremy brings up some great points, and it it was the return of regular season Chiefs football is what it was. It was the Chiefs that we saw in the regular season that were there in the first half. That's what it was. It was the typical, here is a penalty on Legereus Snee, but for smacking a guy in the face, you see Travis Kelsey blow up on Andy Reid, which – we can get into that at some point, probably in hour number two would be my guess. I know some people are really furious at that, but you have to know Andy Reid and Travis Kelsey's relationship. That seems to be a, a normal thing to them. But Jeremy does bring up a good point, though, that the Chiefs, they were like the regular season Chiefs in the first half, and they overcome it. And that's what's been so great about the Chiefs this year is that they have been able to overcome so much, which is why I think it is one of the greater runs in NFL postseason history. Appreciate the phone call, Jeremy. Let's sneak in about eight minutes of Andy Reid if we could, Jack, and then we got to take a break. I know it's trying to squeeze in so much into a tiny two-hour window, and I want to continue to get to the phone lines and all that wonderful stuff and hear from you the Chiefs fan in Chiefs Kingdom at 316-669-4996. But we need to hear from Andy Reid because Andy Reid Audio every week has been presented to you by Schofield Honda. Find out why so many people are saying, I love my Schofield Honda. And brought to you by Sticks 96 Golf. Elevate your golf game from four 
Two phenomenal. Here's Andy Reid following that Super Bowl 58 win. All right. Um, appreciate everybody showing up. Um, what a great experience. I appreciate our guys for the great job that they did, the players and the coaches. Defensively, our guys came out and played their hearts out like they've done all year, kept us in the game, and then the offense just kind of persevered through it. Uh, tough in the first half, tough sledding, and they did a little better. We did a little better in the, the second half. Um, and then, obviously, the last drive was a thing of beauty. And, uh, and all of this, uh, congratulations to the 49ers for being here. Kyle is a great head football coach. The 49ers are lucky to have him. And um, what a game, right? What a game. It, it could have gone either way. And it was just one of those one of those games. I feel fortunate to have been on the, the positive side of it. Anyways. Bye, Coach. Over here. All right, bye. Yeah, it's a little bit surreal, but I, uh, I'm back-to-back is um, rare error for this football team and this organization. So um, it, it's, uh, you know, I got asked so many times as a dynasty. I don't know what a dynasty. I mean, you guys, you're the, you know, you have the thesaurus. So, I mean, you've figured it out. But it's, uh, it's, a, great to, great, it's a great win because I know how hard it is to do and then how hard the season was, the ups and downs of the season, and how proud I am of the guys for just – hanging with each other, uh, staying positive with each other. The defense, the young guys grew up, and but nobody ever pointed fingers at the offense when the offense was growing, and it, it, it all kind of came together during the playoffs and uh, worked out well, and great leaders, and Patrick and Chris and, and Trav and the job you know that they've, they've done. Uh, they're, they're passionate players, man, and I love that. And even if they chest bumped me to the other side of the 50, I mean, I've... I appreciate it. I just love that the guy wants to play and wants to be in there playing. And he knows I love that. So he makes me feel young. All right. Yeah, because he, he works hard at it and um, he can run like a son of a gun. He's fast. and And so... Uh, we were able to hit him on the deep one. We didn't capitalize on it with the fumble, but um, we came back at the end, and you know we got another corn dog that worked for us. So, yeah. Uh, I loved what he did. So um, we had, we struggled, and a lot of it was drops. A lot of it was penalties, um, and then Rasheed was growing. And he was getting better every week. Um, once that took place and we, we eliminated those, those things, um, or at least minimized them, uh, better things happen. And it's, it's great to have Rasheed opposite Kels. It's tough to double Kels when you have that guy that can kind of work inside the numbers there along with him. And, and you know, that's a, that's a territory that Pat loves to strike. So it's, um, you know, it worked out well. Yeah. Yeah, he caught me off balance. I wasn't watching. He, cheap shot, but that's all right. He did good. 
Um, he was really coming over, just go, just put me in, I'll score, I'll score, you know, so that's really what it was. Well, I love that. I mean, it's not the first time, so I, listen, I appreciate him. Right here, go ahead. <laughs> Louder. Yes. Yeah, listen, he's a phenomenal football coach. And so, um, you know, he's, he just has a great feel for it. He's got good staff and he's got good players to go along with it. Most of all, he's a great teacher. So that when you have young guys like, like we've had, um, that whole staff has done a, a great job of teaching, but he leads the parade on that. So he, uh, what a heck of a year. That's Andy Reid from last night following the Super Bowl 58 win. Earlier today, he spoke to media members again, and he mentioned how he is coming back for another season, as well as Travis Kelsey. Both of them vowed to return to the Chiefs next season. I know I have a group thread, and there was one person who said, is Andy Reid going to retire after winning that one? The guy is Patrick Mahomes. I don't think he's going to retire anytime soon. (laughs) At least I don't think so. It's going to be a bit before Andy Reid officially calls calls it quits. And you heard him talk there a little bit about the Travis Kelsey blow-up. And he kind of shook it off by laughing and joking at the situation by saying, well, I apparently need to get stronger and not allow Travis to push me. But the one thing he said was Travis is is a competitor and, and Travis – Wanted to be on the field, and he understood that. While a lot of people look at that and go, you never touch your coach and disrespect your coach that way, which I understand that aspect, but Travis Kelsey and Andy Reid have been with each other for a little while now, and I'm sure there's that respect that is truly there. Sometimes things boil over. We've seen the Chiefs do that this year multiple times. We thought that at one point that there was a very – fractured group in that locker room that was going to be too much to overcome. You have everyone feeling the pressure and thinking that maybe this was going to be the year in which they don't make it to the Super Bowl where they compete for a Lombardi trophy. But that group was able to dial in when they needed to most. You have the Las Vegas Raiders game in which the Hunt's dog decided to go to the football field, and do something on the football field. I'm sure you can guess what I'm hinting at. And we all thought that that was the perfect way to describe the Kansas City Chiefs of 2023-2024. But once again, the Chiefs, this year, the most remarkable thing about them, and and this this is where the winning DNA comes into play. Go look at teams that win on a consistent level. And odds are what you're going to find is no matter the situation, no matter how bad it might be, they find ways to overcome. And they understand at this moment it might not be great, but later on we're going to find a way to overcome. And boy, did they overcome. 316-247. 0923 is a text line. Keep the text rolling in, Chiefs fans. Would love to hear from you here on this Monday following the Super Bowl. Chiefs win an OT 26 to 22 over the San Francisco 
49ers. Just got this from Claudia. This Mahomes is a machine of making plays, making money, and making joy. What a game. Let's go, Chiefs. And who was it last week? I believe it was MJ Acosta Ruiz who said, Mahomes is not a magician because magician is not real. You're kind of misguiding things. You're you're using tricks to do this and that. Patrick Mahomes is a sorcerer. And I'll never forget that line from MJ because I thought that was a better way to describe Patrick Mahomes. He doesn't need no tricks or whatever. He just does incredible things. And that's exactly what he did last night, both at the end of regulation and then again in overtime. Keep the text rolling in, 316-247-0923. When we come back, is this the greatest run in postseason history of the National Football League? We tend to have the knee-jerk reaction So let's see if that's true. Let's see if Jack agrees with that when we come back right here on The Pulse. You're tuned into The Pulse on ESPN Wichita 92.3 FM. Hey, sports fans. Nathan from Brunel's Fine Jewelry and Design. Let's talk about love for a moment. Love can't wait, and neither should your proposal. That's why we're here to make it happen. With a wide selection of engagement rings and diamonds in stock, you could skip the waiting game and propose now. Our master jewelers are ready to set your stone on site at our jewelry shop. Make the process easy and stress-free. Ready to pop the question? Visit us today on the northeast corner of Rock and Central, and let's find the ring that seals the deal. I thought learning a language would be too much work, but Babbel makes learning fun. J'aime Babel. Babbel's lessons only take 10 or 15 minutes, and soon you turn and realize, hey, I'm starting to speak another language. How'd that happen? Babbel isn't robots talking. You learn words and phrases from real native speakers. I was ready for real-life conversations in just a few weeks. So easy. Go to Babbel.com to try for free. That's B-A-B-B-E-L.com. Babbel.com. Paid for by Bar Justice. Attention. Have you or a loved one been diagnosed with cancer after using Zantac or other heartburn medications for several months? The FDA has warned that Zantac and other medications containing heartburn drug, ranitidine, may be contaminated with cancer-causing agent NDMA. Zantac may be linked to these cancers, bladder, colorectal, esophageal, intestinal, kidney, liver, ovarian, pancreatic, stomach, testicular, and uterine. If you or a loved one have been diagnosed with cancer after using Zantac or other heartburn medications for several months, call now. 800-516-9931. Never stop taking medication without first consulting a physician. Call right now for a free consultation. You may be owed significant compensation. Call 800-516-9931. 800-516-9931. That's 800-516-9931. 800 516 9931. Your home's in your hands, you build it. Maybe your dream home is the home you already have. With interest rates going up, many homeowners are choosing to do a major remodel with the help of You Build It. Make your own choices, control your own budget, do as little or as much of the work yourself as you want, and have confidence that your remodel is done the way you want it. Call or text now 316 260 2044 to schedule your free consultation or visit youbuildit.com. That's the letter U, then buildit.com. Your home's in your hands. Welcome to AutoZone. What are you working on today? Ah, thinking about gas mileage. 
You know, changing your oil with a full synthetic oil like Pennzoil Platinum can help your engine get more miles. Right now, you can get five quarts with an STP Extended Life oil filter for only $38.99. Get everything you need for better fuel efficiency at any of our 6,200 stores or on AutoZone.com. Get in the zone, AutoZone. Restrictions apply. All the feel-good music, Jack. All the feel-good music. After another Super Bowl championship win for the Kansas City Chiefs. We'll have more of it coming up in hour number two, featuring some player audio. Chiefs locker room audio, though not really coming from the locker room, but we do owe you that following a Super Bowl win. Here on the text line, 316-247-0923. Got to give props to Jawan Taylor. Not a single penalty or false start. He played much better going up against Bosa and Young. I was impressed. Well, just because you don't give up a penalty or a false start doesn't mean you have the cleanest of games, but I, I know what you mean, Texter. There for a little bit, it looked like the Chiefs tackles are having some major issues. The one tackle really had the majority of the issues was Donovan Smith. I think we can all agree with that. But I do get where your head's at there, Texter. They weren't perfect by any stretch of the imagination. But in the second half, felt like there was a little bit more time for Patrick Mahomes. I know when I was watching it, I had some people around me say, well, how come guys are getting so close to Patrick Mahomes that quick? I know you want to be quick to blame the offensive line, but sometimes Mahomes just wants to just bounce up in the pocket a little bit too soon or maybe get flushed out the pocket too soon. 49ers played a, a heck of a game defensively up until the end of the fourth quarter in in overtime. Keep the text rolling in at 316-247-0923. Player audio coming your way to open up our number two. We also have some Kansas lottery tickets to give away. Some cash blitz instant tickets, $30 worth. Courtesy of the Kansas Lottery. Coming up in hour number two. I asked the question, and it might be too soon to discuss this. Sometimes we do want to dive right into things so quickly, so maybe it's not fair to do this now. However, I brought this up before. Is this the best postseason run that we've seen in NFL history? You have the Kansas City Chiefs who go – into the postseason with the amount of losses that they have with six. They get Miami in round number one in the wild card, which they weren't underdogs in that game. They were favorited, and they destroyed Miami in the frigid, cold temperatures. But going to Buffalo, the Buffalo Bills were favored by two and a half. Kansas City wins the game. The Chiefs go to Baltimore. The Ravens line got as high as five and a half in favor of Baltimore Kansas City still wins. The line yesterday at game time, what was it? Two and a half, two points in favor of San Francisco. Not to mention a one seed in San Francisco. And yet they win in the second ever overtime game in Super Bowl history. I do go back to the Giants in 2007. They were a wild card team and they had to play three straight games on the road and they beat Tampa Bay, Dallas, and Green Bay before finishing off the undefeated New England Patriots 17-14 as a 13.5 point underdog 
So maybe this is where the knee-jerk reaction comes into play. But this is what's going to add to the legacy of Patrick Mahomes in the Chiefs dynasty, right? It has to be a part of the equation. It has to be. They take down both number ones. They take down one of the number ones on the road with the NFL MVP. They take down the Buffalo Bills on the road, the number two seed. And they have Miami in the wild card round, which I think if that game was in Miami, it could have been a closer affair. Once again, this this dynasty and, and the narrative that we have right now of the Kansas City Chiefs, you cannot explain the story of this of this season, and you cannot explain the NFL history, especially in the postseason, without looking at this stretch of games that Kansas City was able to overcome. And once again, it's a team that just overcomes. It's been the word of the day, overcoming. They have overcome a lot of different things this year in order to win another Super Bowl. That's why I think it is so incredible because a lot of people, if you look at what the NFL gave to the Chiefs with the fact that they had to play six straight weeks on short rest, they had a rest disadvantage, and all the other things, the drops, the penalties, they find a way to get to the Super Bowl and win another Lombardi Trophy. This run, nothing short of sensational. I go back to 07 Giants. That's about the only thing that really comes to my brain. Jack, is there anything else that rivals this right now for Kansas City? Um, I mean, in terms of an individual run, yeah, that Giants team really had to go through a gauntlet and being a wild card team, uh, and not a top seed, of course, having to put on the road all the time. I'd probably put that still up top because Kansas City at least got that one home game against Miami in sub-zero temperatures. But recently, uh, kind of hard to pick against this one. It really does feel like this was one of the toughest routes. You know, Baltimore, Baltimore, of course, being the number one seed, Buffalo being the hottest team in football, and the number one seed in the NFC. With a team that Kansas City really had in the regular season, not that strong, pretty impressive they pulled this off. And we'll continue to look back at what took place last night. We'll hear from some of the players in hour number two. We'll hear from Nicole Hardman, the guy who caught the game when he touched down. Legereus Sneed also spoke to media members. We have all of that coming your way in hour number two. We'll sneak in some Sunflower State basketball talk right after that. We need to do it because all three teams played in the last two days. And there's a game tonight as well for one of those teams. And we will... Sneaking him out, rush for money. If not, I'm sure we'll have a quick Vegas recap. How was Vegas for me? That's all coming your way in hour number two. Don't go anywhere. More Chiefs talk coming your way next right here on The Pulse. Wichita's new sports leader, ESPN Wichita, 92.3 FM, KKGQ, Newton.